Ooh. Hello. Oh my god, it's so rude of me. I'm like chewing my um my bubble tea right now. <laughs> I was tapioca obsessed. So excuse the chewing. Um hello, welcome to episode 11 of shift happens so i'm pretty excited today because my guest today is going to um share her story i'm just gonna give it a few minutes for her to come on and for more people to come on i think the last time i did this was last monday i feel like it was last monday it's been a while <laughs> there she is all right so i'm just gonna start it and i'm gonna invite gabby to come and join us and then I'll give a little introduction as to what, there we go, here she is. This is, if this is your first time listening or your first time tuning in. Start the invite. Oh, there she is. Hi. Hi. Okay, so I was just going to give like a, a little introduction as to like what this is and like why I'm mm -hmm. even coming out with you and just talk to you. Mm -hmm. So this is episode 11 of this series. <laughs> oh my God, 11 already, that's crazy. But... <laughs> Pretty much, it's called Shift Happens, and I'm just going on and talking to people that somebody knows you. <laughs> I'm just going on and talking to people who have kind of, like, changed the trajectory of their lives, like, something that happened to them that has kind of made them see life or their life or their experience, their journey in a whole different light, mm -hmm. and that's kind of taking them from a path that they were going down on to something completely different. Right? Mm -hmm. So shift happens. These are the opportunities that everyone gets the opportunities, but not everybody pays attention or surrenders to these opportunities. Mm -hmm. So Gabby, I know your story is super freaking interesting. Um, I've read like a lot of your stuff and I think there was like an article in a magazine, maybe. I think that's why I first saw it. And I was like, oh, I want to talk to her. Like, yeah. this is amazing. So I want to get to know all about you. Um, and again like this is just a simple conversation um if it bothers you like i told you you can hide the bottom part if you feel how nervous do, I and you do want that to how do i, I do usually, that i usually just put something there honestly like a note ah, or something okay. <laughs> i'm just gonna like eh, can't see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah so just to get started let us know um in your own words who you are and how you show up in the world and you can answer this however way you want you can answer this by like your career your job or just anything that comes up for you yeah okay so first off I want to say that I am like very very nervous um I've been really really excited for this though because <laughs> I feel like I've been wanting to talk about my story for a really long time and I know that a lot of people are really curious about it and like I kind of like dive into it a little bit but like not that much it's like kind of surface level so I, I have been really excited about this um but yeah who am I how do I show up in the world well I mean my name is Gabby <laughs> I am a women's lifestyle and fitness coach I um the way that I show up into the world I don't know I feel like I've kind of always been a bit of a black sheep mm -hmm. um I don't like I, I'm very introverted but at the same time I'm very extroverted I'm very like to myself, but at the same time, I'm very open. Um, and I'm definitely like, I guess the way that I've kind of lived my life is through living in extremes where I kind of bounce back and forth between like one really extreme end of the spectrum. And then I bounce to the other extreme end of the spectrum. And I've kind of just done that throughout the years until I found my own middle. 
-hmm. or I'm working to find my own middle. So yeah, I would say like a very black and white person. Um, and, and yeah, I've lived in pretty, ex some pretty extreme fluctuations, but, but yeah, I guess the, like the best way that I would say that I'm trying to show up in the world now is just find that gray and have peace and help other people find that peace as well. And, uh, help people achieve the balance that I really had to struggle to find myself. Yeah. So that's, that's beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Now you mentioned that you all your life you kind of like live in the extremes. So now you've you're figuring out that like you you don't have to be so black and white that you can be in the gray area. You can just like kind of flow with it and be structured, almost like that balance you you mentioned. Yeah. What happened for you, or is there something that happened? Is there a shift that happened, or an experience that happened that kind of like woke you up to that, or was it just like so many things that were just piling up to the point you were like, okay, like something has to give. <laughs> It's, it's interesting because it's happened in multiple different areas of my life mm -hmm. in multiple different phases, right? So, I mean, I could be in the middle of that transition right now and I have no idea, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been working on trying to find balance for like literally like eight years now. Um, so, I would say the first time that I experienced it was when I was younger. I was 16 years old or 17 years old when I decided to get clean from drugs. So, I had mm. started using substances and doing drugs at a very, very, very young age. I think I was probably 13 years old when I first was introduced to any substances. And, um, and so from that point, I had realized that like, I was really messing up my life. I was getting arrested. I was doing drugs. Okay. I was failing classes. I was getting like a really strong reputation of being that girl who just like, who went from being like the girl who was fun and partying and then to being the one who had a problem. Right. Wow. So, so yeah, so I had kind of first started to try to shift my life over at that point. Mm -hmm. And it was probably six months later, after I decided to get clean, I decided to start competing in bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when I look back now, I realized that neither of those were healthy. I realized that it was just, it was literally just me going from one extreme to the other, right? Like, I was like, like the one who was at the extreme end of the spectrum who was doing like a bunch of drugs to being the one who was at the extreme end of the spectrum of health and fitness, right? Mm -hmm. So there was never any balance at that point, but I didn't realize because I did it for eight years. I was super young when I started competing. I was 16 years old. And for me, it was, okay, so I went from being the kid who was doing drugs and messing my life up, and now I get to be the complete opposite, yeah. right? So like, and now I get to be super healthy and I get to be like, I get to be the one who is like an example, the one who turned their life around and blah, blah, blah. So I lived like that for eight years. And I'm going to say it wasn't until this prep that just went by back in 2020 mm -hmm. that I realized like I completely burnt myself out because I did it for eight years. And so this prep, God, it, the prep lasted 10 months because my shows kept getting canceled and it, I think my show got canceled five times. And so it was like, like the full extreme, but just dragged on for so long. And that's when I realized after the show, I was like, this, like, I've never known healthy. I've never known balance. Right. Wow. So that's really when I started to make that change. And I feel like the biggest change has been in the last year, which has also been the hardest change um, but it's been the most significant shift, I would say. Yeah. 
yeah, so there's definitely been a few shifts, but this is the most significant one. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you were even able to realize this and be honest with yourself, they're like, whoa, this is just not healthy. Like, I'm literally doing the same thing, but using, instead of using drugs, I'm just doing, I'm using something else. That's exactly it. And it's crazy because I had no idea. I had no idea and I was clueless to it. And I was like, you know, I, I never understood why I, I would keep winning these shows and I would keep getting these trophies and I was never happy. And it's because I realized now, like, I was like, it was never about winning a show. It was about, like, running. It was about running from being that little girl who was messing up her life, right? So it's like, that's, that's really when I realized. I was like, I was never fulfilled, no matter how many shows I won or how many magazine features I got or anything like that. I was never fulfilled. That's and, powerful. Yeah, so that was, like, the biggest, like, smack to the face. But I feel like it definitely was like a catapult for the biggest shift yeah yeah wow that's so powerful that's really powerful and it's so funny because every time I do one of these talks it always comes there's so many patterns that I'm seeing that I'm just kind of <laughs> like oh I recognize that and it's true because I'm seeing a pattern of people getting to a point where they've kind of like followed a line of like okay well yeah I want to do this I'm going to do this and then they get there and they're like but wait I'm not happy yeah but wait like I'm supposed to be happy why am I not happy and then that's like <laughs> when you truly like go deep down that hole where you're just kind of like okay like why am I not happy I need to figure this out now <laughs> yeah yeah I feel like this year was like the biggest one of all because it's crazy I worked for 10 months for this prep I won first place in both my shows I should have been super excited I, like I said I got the magazine features I like like all of that like like it all came my way and it's crazy because I don't have a single picture with any of my trophies on show day I did not take my trophies out of my bag for three months I couldn't look at them I hated them so so yeah it's uh it's very true that's that was like the biggest awakening for me yeah mm -hmm. well for sure because you've you've you made up your identity was so closely related to like now you know this is your identity you're a bodybuilder you compete that's your identity <laughs> Yeah, and that's to realize that like I did all this work and I don't even want this. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's exactly what it was, and it was crazy because it was like it was something that I really clung on to. Yeah. For like even like the last year, like mentally, I was like, I am that person, like, but why am I not happy? Like this yeah. is like sucking the life out of me, mm -hmm. right? So, so yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy, but I started to realize like for myself that because I was doing it for the wrong reasons and my own accomplishments weren't exciting for me. I started just helping other people and I realized that like it makes me really happy seeing them really happy because mm -hmm. at least they're learning from my mistakes or they're not having to make the same mistakes that I did yeah, yeah. that's really cool that's really mm -hmm. cool thank so you. Would you would you say now that um like you've kind of gone from like the health and fitness to more of like like wellness to more of like a holistic wellness to make sure that like people are truly happy like it's not just about working out you know mm -hmm. and it's not about like starving yourself or you can't give yourself treats this is what i love when you post about things like this like you want the treat just freaking just eat it just you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I would, sorry yeah. go ahead <laughs> so i would just say would you say like that's important to you now to realize that it doesn't have to be such extremes that like you can kind of figure out what works for you best and how important it is to to be able to listen to yourself yeah yeah absolutely i've made a huge shift in the way that i coach my clients um whereas before like 
it was very focused on just the nutrition and the training and discipline and all of that. And I realized like my clients are getting results, but they're unhappy and they're struggling mentally. It's like, mm-hmm. like there's something not right. And so mm-hmm. I started to make that shift where it's like, it's funny. Cause like I'll do a consult with somebody and sometimes I'll forget to even mention the fitness part. <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm like, you're here and you're going to get a physical transformation and you're going to learn how to eat and you're going to like learn how to train and, and, do all of that but like that's not my focus with you yeah like, my focus is making sure that while you do this that you're healthy mentally and that you're healthy emotionally and that like you're break like like you're breaking these patterns mm-hmm. right because a lot of the times it's not like people aren't out here failing at their fitness goals because they don't know how to stick to a diet right they're mm-hmm. usually failing at their fitness goals because they have this deep internal dialogue where mm-hmm. they're telling themselves all these horrible things yeah. right so it really, it's usually not about food and it's not about fitness. People, people can show up. They don't know how to train or to do these things. Right. But I mean, a lot of the times, like I said, it really just comes down to like, what are you telling yourself? Right. What are these patterns that you've repeated in your life? I want to find out what these patterns are. Mm -hmm. And then when we find out what these patterns are, we can work on breaking them and everything else is just gonna, it's going to propel forwards. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's mainly what I focus on with my clients um, while working towards the physical and mm-hmm. teaching them that balance and teaching them like, you know, perfectionism is great when you have an extreme goal. Yeah. But for the regular person, perfectionism is extremely damaging. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of work on really paying attention to like what my clients are saying, because a lot of the times it's, it's so interesting. I'll hear them say things like, like, I'm a failure or I'm not strong or like I'm too weak, like. Like, I can't succeed because, like, I'm fucking weak or something like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. who told you that? Because I know that you don't believe that. Like, yeah. who told you these things in your life? Like, who gave you this narrative? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. All right? Do so, like, that's what worked for you? That's what was able to, like, kind of get you to break that pattern of being the extremes? It was looking at yourself and your patterns and going, like, where did this come from? Like, what does this even mean? Do I truly believe this? Yeah, 100%. Yeah it's I feel like the like the last year more than ever is when I realized that a lot of the things that I was telling myself and a lot of the like like a lot of my motivators were not even motivators that like it wasn't anything that motivated me coming from me it was stuff that like other people told me right it was like it was like other family system beliefs and like you know like like a lot of just shit that wasn't mine yeah Right. So I, I want to make sure that with my clients, when they're working with me and when they're talking to me, it's about them. And it's mm-hmm. not about like, what did this person put in your head? Like, what do you believe? Right. That's mm-hmm. that's what I really like to focus on with them. I love that. And that's some powerful work. Thank that's you. powerful work right there, because that's just that's transformation beyond just the physical. Right. Like you're literally rewiring people's brains. Yeah. With- breaking up that pattern and making sure that they know that like this is not even your stuff like <laughs> it's not even you <laughs> this is not even your beef like it's it's crazy mm-hmm. like I'll see a lot of people say like well you know I can't stop eating and I'm like okay tell me about your family mm-hmm. right like like were your family members always saying these things like you know we're just genetically bigger like with this is how we are this is our family blah 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 blah, blah. and like a lot of people accept a fate for themselves that like it was never theirs the person before them believed it yeah and right? kept it going yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. it, it passes down so 
So yeah, it's um it's challenging because again, I am a fitness coach. I'm not a psychiatrist and or a psychologist yeah. or anything like that, right? So I do have to stay within my within my scope of practice. Yeah. I do my best to make sure that I'm able to help however I can. That's beautiful. And I know um just being able to work with somebody's like physical body because it's so linked to the mind and most people don't realize that that mm -hmm. you actually are doing such an important work that if it's not done properly, it can cause a lot of harm. So the fact that you're conscious of this and the fact that you're even willingly saying that like, hey, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychiatrist, yeah. but I'm able to recognize patterns and I'm able to help you recognize the patterns within yourself. To me, it's honestly, it's one of the best ways that you can do because, you know, being in the fitness industry that I am, I'm kind of like, I am, but I'm not. <laughs> you know what I mean because like working with Nicholas you know like he's a yeah. photographer so he's a fitness photographer so we are in the fitness industry um you know we have heard the stories we have seen you know the the we have seen like the physical aspect of a coach going too far and putting somebody's health at risk just to like get the medal or just to you know get somebody to a certain percentage of like body fat and not realizing like it's causing so much harm that it's not it doesn't even become about health anymore no no it's it's so true it's so 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 true and it's like there was a point in time where i did want my clients to have the most f impressive physical transformations in a short period of time because like let's be real it looks good it looks good from a business standpoint right like it looks good if i can post on my page that my client had this insane transformation in like eight weeks or something like that that looks really good on me as a coach but yeah. like my client is struggling as a result of that right like behind the scenes i'm not sharing the messages where they're like gabby like my relationship with food sucks like mm -hmm. like my body like i don't have my period anymore like there was a time where i wanted those transformations but i realized i was like this is doing so much damage i would rather take three times as long to get you the same transformation rather than push you like crazy and inflict a ton of damage like that messes up people's relationship with food messes up their relationship with exercise with their bodies like yeah. with their families like it alienates people right so yeah. no it's true and we do see it a lot where coaches do push their clients in a very unhealthy way and unfortunately when it comes to competing yeah. that's part of the game yeah like that is a part of it and when you go and start competing you're very aware of this yeah but people make you aware but it's very different to experience it yourself for sure. and for then sure. once you're experiencing it you're like why the fuck did I do this to myself you're like I have like for me at least like when I was experiencing it especially this last year I was like why did I put myself through that because it's mm -hmm. like I have not just one like not just a year of work to do to get like fully functioning again but I probably <laughs> have, like a couple of years before I feel 100% especially after a 10 month prep yeah so I did a fitness competition in 2019. So okay. my prep was supposed to be six months and it yeah. ended up being 10 months because I had never like, like I had never worked out consistently like mm -hmm. ever in my life. Like I was that person who would like go work out and then go have pizza after just because I'm like, oh, look, I just worked out. Yeah. Right. Like that was me. So I decided I was like, hmm, you know, I turned 30 this year. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do a show. I'm around all these women that are like badass and doing this. I'm gonna experience it for myself. Yeah. And it was 10 months. My coach is amazing. She's amazing. And, you know, she's a friend of mine. So she knew me personally and knew like how I am. <laughs> so she, she did the best that she could with it, you know, yeah. but 
I every time somebody asks me about this, I'm like, yeah, it was a one-time thing. Like, I'm never doing that again. Like, no, <laughs> like, no, I'm good. <laughs> no, and I, I do tell people like, if you're healthy and yeah. do remain like mentally stable, if you yeah. already have a good relationship with food and your body, and you're able to like, and you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Right. But like, for but some there's people, a thin line. there's a very thin line, and it's really sad because a lot of the people in the industry. They're not doing it for the right reasons, and some of them still have no idea. It's crazy because I was one of them. I did it for eight years. I didn't know why I was doing it. I thought I loved it. It was fear. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so let's go back to you were talking about your upbringing and how, like, you were sixteen. That was one of the first shifts that you experienced where you were like, um, "No, I want to get clean. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to." So, do you remember there was like a specific time? Maybe you were because this is another pattern that I'm seeing, mm-hmm. um, even for myself with all these conversations that I've had. Where there was a time where I was like at the club or something, right? And everybody was drinking around me, and I just kind of zoned out for a minute. This happened more than once where I just kind of like sat back and I just like, "Why am I here? Like, yeah. what is happening? Like, what the fuck? Why am I even here? I don't even like any of this stuff." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know what? It was never at a party. It was never at a party because, because I'm not the most extroverted person. I actually really did enjoy partying because it was pretty much like the only way that it would get me out of my shell, right? Mm-hmm. So it was never in any situation like that. Honestly, what happened was, I mean, like, it's so funny because I remember everybody was worried about me, and I guess like even when I was in it. And this sounds horrible to say, and I don't ever want to make myself sound like, like I believed that I was better than anybody else. But I knew that, like, unfortunately, the people in my life were a bit too far gone. Mm. But I knew that it was never going to be me. Everybody was worried about me. And I was like, I'm okay. Like, this isn't, this isn't me. Like, this isn't going to be like, how I live the rest of my life. I know that I'm not that person. Mm. Right. So I think I'd gotten arrested for like the third time. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was young. I was, I was bad. <laughs> I, I had been, yeah, I had gotten arrested. And luckily, like, no permanent record or anything like that. So I was very young. And, like, I was just young and dumb, right? Um, but, yeah, I had gotten arrested for, like, the third time. And I was in a relationship with a guy. And I remember that, like, we had been dating for a long time. And I was like, I think I want to get clean. And I wanted to start with fitness. Thank you about the nails. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had, I was like, I want to start with fitness and he didn't like fitness. And like all of his friends were like heavily involved in drugs and, um, and, and all of that. And it became one of those things where it was like, okay, he wanted to continue with that life, but I did not. And so I kind of just started separating myself. Cause I realized that like these people weren't going to change their lives, but I wanted to. Okay. So it really just came down to me being like, I like I know that this just isn't the life that I'm going to live forever. Mm. And I don't know, I think I just, I got tired of having that reputation when I knew that I wasn't that person. Wow, that's so beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I think like, like I remember I had gotten kicked off of my sports teams, because like sports was like the only way that my teachers could get me to show up to class. I would only do my schoolwork if I was allowed to play that night, I was, I just, I loved being active always. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, no, so yeah, that's what happened. I, I got kicked off my sports teams 
And then I was completely singled out. I was like, I had no friends, right? Like my only like clean friends, they were all doing sports and I wasn't allowed to play sports. So what was I going to do? So yeah, so I started going to the gym. And, and yeah, that, that's basically how it how it started. But it took me a long time. It took me a long time to get it right. I think I tried to get clean four times before I got it right. Oh, wow. You yeah. Just kept, you just kept going. I just kept showing up. I don't know. <laughs> it just yeah. kept showing up. I, I was very, very, very resilient and, like, very, very relentless. And that's kind of how I am. I'm, like, a very relentless person. Like, when I want something, it's my, it's my like, it's my best trait, but it's also, like, my biggest downfall. Like, when I really want something, I will not stop. Until yeah. I get it. I feel so. like people who are at extremes, they weird. I put myself in situations so we're usually like this. Like yeah. weird. <laughs> when we the thing is it takes us a while to actually come up with like I wanna like I, I'm committed to this, but once we're committed, it's like we're committed. Like nothing's gonna get in the way, it's gonna get done. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's crazy. It's like I look back at all like a lot of the things that I've like gone through and that I've worked through and I'm like, how the fuck did I do that? <laughs> like like I was actually out of my mind to to work through yeah. that right mm-hmm. but like being a great trait mm-hmm. if you can use it properly I say it's like a little super exactly. like a secret weapon you have to pull it back you can't be extreme all the time right because like if you're extreme all the time you burn out so the way that I say it is that like you have to pull it back and you have to keep it for when it's necessary because mm-hmm. when you get to use it like you're a very, you're a very powerful person. Extreme people are very powerful. So it's like a little secret weapon that you use when you need. Absolutely. So Otherwise, let's talk about. Wait. <laughs> Obviously, let's talk about aim life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about um like self care, right? Mm-hmm. So you're saying that now, like you're you've been able to figure like a balance for yourself and you still figure out how to like be a more balanced in terms of your health and fitness, your mental health, even maybe like your spiritual health. Mm-hmm what does that look like for you in your day-to-day life or yeah like how important is it for you to take time for yourself and come back to yourself because even not just social media but just in the world in itself you know we're bombarded with so many different opinions of so many different things of so many different options of like choices and all of these things and to be able to discern that like this is I want to do this I want to go down this path like this feels good for me I'm just gonna commit to this you know like how does that process look like for you? Okay. So as far as like me taking the time for my self-care, I'm extremely protective of my time and my self-care because mm-hmm. I like I was having this, I've been having this conversation a lot recently where I know myself, if I don't have boundaries and if I don't have, if I don't take the time to really take care of myself, I am pouring from an empty cup and I'm not a good person when I'm pouring from an empty cup. I'm just not. I'm a very, yeah. I'm not a peaceful person when I'm burnt out, right? <laughs> so in order for me to show up for everybody the way that I need to show up for everybody, especially my clients, mm-hmm. I like I really, really, really take that time to make sure that I myself am in a good place always. Because like, it's something that I noticed, especially during the pandemic, is that my clients were a reflection of me. So when yeah. I was not in a good place, I was attracting clients that were really not in a good place either, right? So that's when I realized like self-care is huge mm-hmm. because... I can't bring people forward if I'm not good myself. Oof. I just, I can't. Like, nobody can. Mm. How can you, how can you help somebody be better than you when you're in a terrible place? Like, you're, you're giving burnt out advice. Yeah. Right? So, so yeah. The self-care is, it's huge for me. 
Um, and so, sorry, you were asking me, what was the second half of that question? What is that process like for you to, to make sure that like, you're able to come back into yourself and you, you kind of briefly touched on it right now, knowing that like, you have to, like you can't pour from an empty cup, so making sure that like, it's important to you, but what does your process look like? So I don't have a specific process necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm actually really working on trying to go back to the things that I enjoyed as a child. Mm, um, yeah yeah and I think that's so important because I think as we get older we forget to do those things I'm like I'm only 25 like I sound like I'm like 90 <laughs> but, like, but like I'm trying to go back to the things that I enjoyed as a child that used to like really give me energy because yeah. I'm trying to make sure that like for myself because I've had such an extreme relationship with fitness that fitness is not the only thing that energizes me mm. right um so I mean the things that I would do for me, I just like to make sure my life is in order because I still do like to have that like level of control in my life, obviously. Yeah. So like, I like to make sure that my meals are prepped. I like to make sure that like, like my house is clean and like, like that my environment is in my control. Mm-hmm. So I would say like my version of self care is just making sure that like the place that I'm in is peaceful and that it's like that I'm able to have a clear headspace when I'm in my, when I'm in my area and I'm I'm a pretty messy person, but like, like just the little things that I do there that I've always done that make me feel like myself, I make sure to maintain those things, right? Because it's like, like, I love makeup, I love hair, Mm -hmm. right? If you ever see me and my makeup and my hair isn't done, like, I'm not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I swear to God, I'm not okay. You'll never see me without my eyebrows on. And you'll never see me without my lipstick on. So (laughs) even if it's showing up for myself like that, like, I don't want to take care of myself today. Okay, I'll do my makeup. Right. Like, I'll be sure that I'm at least still focusing on the bare minimum of what makes me feel like me. Mm-hmm. So you find yeah. the things that makes you, that reminds you of yourself, of, like, when you're yeah. in a good headspace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like I could have some better rituals. Like, I know a lot of people meditate and do stuff like that. I personally haven't picked it up entirely yet. I preach it. I do have my clients do it because I know that it's important. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that I myself have picked up entirely yet. So here, this is the thing that I, I, I talk about meditation a lot, and I always remind people of this. The whole point of meditation is to train your brain to be able to be present, right? Yeah. In the present moment. So technically, you putting on makeup, when you're doing it, you're most likely just focusing on that. So technically, you're in a meditative state. Yes. So, and so that those, I, I think that's how I've used it. And I think I've used exercise in the same way. Mm-hmm. So now, like before I used to just focus on when I was training, I would just focus on like, getting the fucking work done mm-hmm. like get it done now I like to focus on what I'm feeling I try to like mm-hmm. I try to bring myself to the present of when I'm training and so I try to focus on like my contractions like am I feeling like every millimeter of this contraction and mm-hmm. like I get an insanely effective workout like I'm killing myself when I'm training mm-hmm. but I've seen you train I yes I can, I can yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw you train at um, the HQ. hammer, the, the gym. I saw you and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, she really goes in. <laughs> See, and that's just it, right? Like, that's like, like me trying to be as present as I can with what I'm feeling in that moment. And so exercise, it's not meditative. Like, it doesn't look meditative from the outside. But like, for me, when I'm doing oh. it, it's my way of being very present with myself. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's doing the dishes sometimes. Like, doing the dishes by hands. Like, <laughs> listen. Oh, <God. laughs> no judgment (laughs) we have our things we all have our things exactly but yeah (laughs) yeah the makeup and getting ready in the mornings that's uh that's always been a staple thing for me always like that's like my me time Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so how do you make sure, just kind of going back to what I was saying previously with just social media being the way that it is, where there's so many different choices and opinions and like, do this, do that, blah, 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 post every day, don't post every day, all of these things. How do you make sure that you show up just like authentically you? Like, how do you make sure that you're, when you show up, that you're, you're being yourself? Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's, that's tough because I'm yeah. the kind of, I can't fake anything. Right. And so with other like when I've worked for other companies and whatnot, we've had this thing where it's like you have to post daily, like no matter what, come hell or high water. And it's really difficult for me to do that because I'm the kind of person if I'm not connected with myself, I don't want to share anything. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't how I really feel. Like, this isn't how I really feel. This is like a watered down version of what I could be saying. Right. I need to make sure that when I'm going to put something out there that I need to be fully recharged in order to make sure that it's like it's quality and that it's like actually what I'm wanting to say and not just this shitty watered down version of what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I used to post daily. I don't post daily anymore. Again, just because I want to make sure that my message is what I'm actually like wanting to say. And it's like very authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, how do I like, how do I, what was the, what was like, well, you kind of answered it. You just make sure that, like, if you're not feeling it, you don't force yourself to. You just no. wonder, like, how are you feeling? Yeah, I don't force myself. I, I try to make sure that, like, at least with work, yeah. I have found that if I'm trying to post every single day, I'm not giving all my energy to my clients. And sometimes on a day where I'm tired, my clients need that energy more. And if I'm going to pick two places, one place to distribute it, it's going to go to my clients. And if I don't have the energy after to make a daily post and, like, actually have it be quality... I'm not going to post. I would rather it go towards my clients so that they are taken care of and that they're fulfilled. And if I don't have that energy for the post, then so be it. But at least it went to the right place. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm very like, I have a very limited amount of energy, so I need to make sure it's going to the most important places. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think it's pretty cool that you even realize this yourself because a lot of people stretch themselves so thin and they realize, you know, they're like, shit, like, fuck <laughs> I stuck myself so thin that I'm like all over the place or like you know and it's like mm -hmm. I love that yeah love I'm very that. very protective of like at least like my own energy I'm very protective of it because I know that I'm the kind of person who will spread myself thin and when I'm spreading myself thin I'm not doing good work yeah like I'm really not I'm not happy my clients aren't happy social media is falling apart like if I yeah. have to choose one place I'll choose one place that's really cool. And I think even just because, you know, you are in a leadership position, you're in a leadership role, and to be able to take responsibility to know that, like, what you post, the energy that you put out there, however it is, it influences people that are possibly looking up for you. And that's a huge responsibility. Mm -hmm. So it's not just even about, you know, like, making sure that you show up properly, but it's also, like you were saying, like, being there for yourself to make sure, like, your cup is full in order to serve, in order to lead. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I preach that all the time because like, I've been led by people that weren't in a good place and that was super damaging. Yeah. So I understand that like, like the responsibility, and I think people take this very lightly when you are a leader, like you don't understand that people really take what you say, like the Bible. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting shit out there and you're not in a good place and you're spreading a toxic message or you're spreading like disordered eating or you're spreading like any type of thing that could mess with anybody mentally, like that's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. You have the power to seriously damage people. So you need to make sure that what you're spreading is healthy and it's good. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in a good place mentally, don't talk. Mm -hmm. As a leader, as a leader, 
you're not in a good place mentally, like don't spread a message. Wait till you're in a good place. Because a lot of power, it's a big responsibility. Completely agree with you. Absolutely. And I think being in a leadership role, people don't realize that it's like you're in a way, in your own way, you're leading a movement, right? Because (laughs) the world that we live in right now is changing and it's changing so quickly that like there's more women business owners now than ever before. There's more, you know, people of color running business like ever before. Like we're literally, and there's more people that are doing things that just doesn't make sense on paper, which is like why I want to have these conversations is to show (laughs) that like, listen, the norm doesn't exist anymore. We're literally creating it now. So the role that you choose to play, you need to show up and play it to the best of your ability. And it's not like, trying to put pressure of like hey you need to be the best but it's more of like you need to be the best you possible yeah in order to lead (laughs) because you're leading a movement like we're changing shit right now (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely it's it's like a lot of people tell me like well you know we don't know anybody who talks about what you talk about Mm -hmm. and I'm like I haven't even started talking about it yet (laughs) I know I'm like I'm not in the right headspace yet to talk mm-hmm. about what I want to talk about because again I need to do it properly mm-hmm. so I'm waiting for that day where I can like really just drop everything that I've been wanting to say but I'm like it's not time yet and if I do it now it's not the way that I want it to be you're integrating it yourself yeah yeah exactly I'm, I'm also in the process of learning like while my cl- while I'm helping my clients like I'm also learning too right like like I I play the role of a leader but like I'm also going through it too oh god that's so powerful like you don't even know how powerful that is you do know you do know (laughs) yeah no exactly so it's it's like you said though like you want to make sure that you do it right yeah so for me i'm like i'm I'm waiting i know i have a lot to say but it's i myself can't spread that message the way that i want it to be spread yet in order for it to be effective and really hit people the way that i want it to Mm -hmm. beautiful yeah so right now you're saying that you 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 mentioned earlier that you're like you might be in a in a transition right now like you might possibly be in a place right now where like things are changing. Mm-hmm. So let's talk, let's talk about that because mm-hmm. last year you went through a lot where a lot of things changed and you're still you know like you said like you're in a balance you're you're integrating a lot of the things a lot of the lessons within yourself right now. So what is this? if you can like see the next stage for you, like, are you able to visualize it yet? Or are you able to, or are you just kind of trusting to know that it's, it's revealing itself and you're just being. (laughs) So it's funny that you say that because I'm, I am this kind of person and it drives me nuts that I'm this kind of person because people always ask me like, what's your goal? I'm like, I fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. know." Right. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've always been that kind of person who has kind of just trusted the process and still just done the hard things regardless. And it has consistently always led me to a really great place. Mm -hmm. But um, no, I wish I had a vision. I wish I had like this clear idea of what I wanted, but I I don't yet. So I'm hitting that point in my life where I'm like, okay, you know, somehow you've managed to do this and be where you are and work for yourself. And, you know, like, be an example and a role model like somehow (laughs) right and like I'm like okay you know I've made it this far with like trusting a process but I feel like I need something to follow now right I'm like I need some type of plan or some type of structure in order to take it to the next level because I know that like 
I've been winging it and it's been working, mm-hmm. but like it is, I'm, I'm t- going to like, I'm getting older. I'm 25 now. Yeah. Right. If I want to take it to the next level, I need systems and plans and people and, and all that. So yeah, the, the transition that I'm in right now, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a weird one, but I have a bit more knowledge than I did before. And I, like I said, I know that I need systems now mm-hmm. if I really want to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. But you have that trust within yourself too, though. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. The trust is, that's, that's definitely one thing that like, like I am very happy that I have in myself. Mm-hmm. Like that is that trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel it's important to have um, a support system? Because I feel like um, for a lot of people, it's from the conversations that I've had, a lot of people have gone through all of these life experiences and most of them have gone through it alone where mm-hmm. they would have benefited from like um, a mentor or somebody in their corner letting them know like, hey, you got this. Like, yeah. yeah, oh shit, seems like it's really hard right now and you don't know what the end is, but just keep going, like you got this. So how yeah. important do you feel that is for you? Or did you have that yourself? Extremely, extremely, extremely important. So it's funny because like, I consider myself a lone wolf, but I've always had one stable person in my life at a time, whether it's a coach, whether it's a mentor, whether it's like my principal um, or anybody like that. Like I've pretty much always had like one stable person. Um, Right now I don't though. Mm -hmm. Right now, like I don't have like a mentor or like a leader or anything like that. Like I'm really figuring it out on my own. Mm -hmm. And it's been interesting because like I said, I've always had mentors and I've always paid my mentors, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, like I said, like I was like that 16 year old girl that was doing drugs. Nobody wanted to give me their time. I had to pay people to give me their time, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like because I had mentors for so many years, I almost became codependent on these mentors. Mm-hmm. And so now this is the time in my life where I'm like, you know what? You have had somebody there to help you forever and like to guide you and you've always been you know, that person to like ask a thousand questions. Maybe now this is the time where you show yourself that you can do it on your own. But at the same time, I think community is important. Absolutely. Right. So it's like one of those, I'm in this phase where I'm like, okay, I need to trust that I have the skills myself to be able to do this, but I need people as in, I need people to say hi to every day. And I need people to have inside jokes with then, you know what I mean? Like that type of community, but, um, but a mentor, I'm considering getting another one eventually, mm-hmm. but it's also just very difficult to find someone who has the same vision that I do, especially when my opinion is very different compared to mm-hmm. a lot of the industry. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, um, I've always had mentors. I think it's extremely important, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I think it's also extremely important to have that trust in yourself too. Absolutely. But I know that you get as far as the skills that you have, and there comes a point where you need somebody who has better skills than you do. So I think the combination is, is important. Absolutely. Yeah. Really. And I think we forget, you know, as human beings, and I th- I know it's all over the place now, right? That, you know, to, to go within yourself and like, <laughs> you know, to make sure that like you're good and all these things, but the aspect of community, we forget that we're also social beings, right? Mm-hmm. We've always been social beings. As a race, we're social beings. Like we crave community as much as we crave our alone time we also crave community we also need community so we yeah. do need both so yeah i totally Absolutely. agree the community is so so important super super important and i think like the other thing that i do try to be very aware of is the fact that like i am an only child so i've always been the one to get everything done by myself 
Mm. And, you know, like, like growing up, like I was that kid that had to take care of myself, right? Like I, I've always been the one who had to depend on myself. So I understand that, like, especially in, now that I'm older, I understand that that's a pattern that I would very easily repeat. Yeah. Right. So I do try to be very cautious of that too. Right. So I, I always have to ask myself, like, am I repeating a pattern right now? Like, am I just pushing people away because I'm like the uh... one who self or can I actually do this? Or will that person actually really add to my life too? Yeah. But like this constant, it has to be like this constant inner dialogue where I'm like, I'm always asking myself, like, yeah. am I repeating patterns or is this the right thing to do? Right? So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Girl, you are just, I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I have a lot going on in this brain. No, but I love it. I love it because it's like, those are such beautiful lessons. And now like i understand the energy behind your post a little bit more you know what i mean like knowing how your mind works now and like how you see the world how you yeah. perceive you know your life experience i'm able to like okay now i understand why like her post like hits so deep and why like yeah like why your energy is the way that it is well thank you thank yeah, you that's pretty cool yeah. on in the spring <laughs> she really is seriously like <laughs> seriously like 25 and already i love it it, it just shows you again like it's not even an age thing right it's a life experience thing you've experienced a lot of probably like a lot of tough stuff but even just what you've hit on right now and obviously you've not hit on everything but yeah. you've experienced like getting clean off of drugs which like like this that in itself is such a huge accomplishment you know mm -hmm. this is something that a lot of people struggle and a lot of people battle this constantly and the fact <laughs> that at such a young age you're able to do that is freaking insane thank you thank like, you i appreciate that yeah, I, yeah. girl <laughs> thank you okay so wow yeah like <laughs> i'm just like wild right now <laughs> okay so so let's talk about um you were talking about last year you ended up doing like a, a 10 month prep and so the journey right while you were on prep and while you're part of you i'm assuming did you feel like part of you already started getting like the warning signs of like mm, this is not what i want or like i don't know something's off here or were you still just so focused on the goal that you're just kind of like i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna do it yeah i was so 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 focused mm -hmm. and like parts of me knew but at the same time parts of me didn't care right where it was like this is my goal I have this goal and I'm not a fucking quitter right and this is what I was telling myself all the time where I was like I'm not a fucking quitter and it's funny because like <laughs> the biggest lesson is that I probably should have quit <laughs> like I realized and it sounds so backwards when I say this but I'm like sometimes you lose by not quitting Ooh. right and it sounds so backwards but I'm like nope, I love it I'm like if I had quit I probably would have been a lot healthier mm-hmm I wouldn't be going through a lot of what I'm going through right now, but at the same time, I'm happy that I am because it's led me to a better place. But, um, but yeah, this prep was like, this prep was a beast. This prep was tough. This prep was really tough. It yeah. was not tough, like calorie wise or cardio wise. I mean, I don't think my calories dropped below 1100. Mm -hmm. Like my carbs got pretty low, but like I was not eating as low calories as like what everybody else typically yeah. can eat. Right? I wasn't doing three hours of cardio a day. I was only doing an hour a day, but seven days a week. Yeah. Right. But it's like my body was just responding in a very, very different 
way where it's like I just I was getting so lean and I was getting so small yeah my body was just burning through everything and I do think that a lot of it had to do with stress um and just like my body just like eating away at itself because I don't know I think I was just I was so stressed because it's interesting because it's like I had that tunnel vision but I was trying to use old ways to do something new right yeah where it's like my old preps I had a lot of like, I had a lot of inner demons when I was younger, right? Mm-hmm. So my old preps, I would always revert, uh, like I was, I would always resort to like anger, or I would always resort to um, like sadness or like life experiences and like memories and like all that stuff as motivators to energize myself when I was right. tired, right? Like I would always like, because anger is very motivating. Anger is very energizing, right? So I would always try to tap into that with my previous preps, and it worked. But it's interesting because as I got older, like those old, like that old formula no longer worked, but I was still trying to do it, right? It's like I was in a different part of my life and I was still trying to use the old formula and it just, it didn't work. So this prep was really, really tough. This prep was, um, yeah, this prep was, was a challenge. It was, yeah. it was a challenge in a different way because it's probably not the way that I should have been doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that, that you were trying to do it using, like, old... The like, old form. I was yeah. plugged to a dead battery. I'd already used everything that was in that battery, right? So... Yeah. Wow, I love that. And that's a lesson that can be applied to so many different ways, like, so many different, like, aspects of life in itself. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. Even even if we think about just, like, last year, last year period, right? Last year was the year that everything got twisted everything got like changed upside down and a lot of people were trying to just like keep their lives like as normal as possible and it's like listen there's no such thing right shit is like no like we can't <laughs> yeah there is no normal and this is what i tell like, my clients. <laughs> yeah i tell this to my clients all the time especially like my shift workers and they're like you know like i'm just trying to find like I'm, i just want things to be normal and i was like love like i need you to accept that there is no normal <laughs> the second that you accept that things aren't normal you're going to be able to adapt a lot more. Exactly. All right. So yeah, like you have to adapt to the fact that things are unpredictable. Absolutely. And I love that too, because like, if we think about, you know, making a decision to do something different, right? To do something completely new, we -hmm. have to figure out a new way of doing it too. It's not just like, I'm going to do something new, doing exactly what I did to get something that was old. It's like, no, 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 no. You're choosing to step into that. You're going to have to figure out a completely new way of doing it too. Like it can't be the same thing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and I think that's been like my biggest lesson is that like, even myself trying to, you know, create a new relationship with exercise and create like this new reason of why I'm doing it because I'm not doing it for the same reasons that I was before. Right. right? Like before I was like running, right. I'm not running anymore. So it's like, I find myself still tapping into that mentality and I'm like that doesn't work mm-hmm. right so it's like having to recreate this whole new formula as like as a different person with different life experience different identity yeah literally mm-hmm. it's it's completely different why yeah there. wow so cool I love that <laughs> um 
wow that was really deep i just like blanked out because i was like that's a really good point and i love that like now i'm like connecting it to so many different things in my head and i'm like yes like for sure <laughs> like it fits in so many different ways yeah. um so what would you say like how would you want a person after they interact with you to walk away like what would you want them to walk away with and like interact i mean like in person or in social media or whatever i would want them to think that i'm relatable yeah I would want them to think that I am somebody of, like, integrity and somebody that's actually going to show up for them and somebody that, like, actually will give them the time of day. Yeah. Um, and I would want them to feel like I'm on the same team as them. Right? Like, not that I'm better than them. Not that I'm, like, like, like... I'm the one that you should come to for this and that. I want people to feel like I'm on the same team as them and that we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes, like, especially with clients, I try to bring myself down to their level while still maintaining, like, this leadership, mm -hmm. right? But, yeah, I guess that's – I would want people to feel seen. Mm -hmm. And I would want people to, I don't know, just be like, like, Gabby's a really cool person. Like, she's a really cool <laughs> person. I really like her. Like, you know, like that type of thing. But – I wouldn't want to feel like I'm superior or anything like that. I love that. I love that. Um, so what are you currently working on? Or do you, do you have anything you want to share with people? That if somebody wants to work with you or if somebody wants to um, reach out to you for like your services? Like who is your ideal client or who do you work with? Or okay. what are you working on right now? Yeah, so my ideal client, um, I like working with people who do have a history of being like very black and white. Um, however, it's really difficult to work with people who are in the middle of their transition, right? Oftentimes I'll tell them, like, if they're in the middle of their transition, I'll usually tell them, like, I need you to be working with a therapist at the same time mm. while you're working with me, right? I like, I would like to work with people who are, like, in a bit of a, like, like, closer to the end of their transition yeah. because I'm able to do more to help them, mm -hmm. right? Unfortunately, as a coach, like, my job, I I can't always work through the super deep stuff. It's usually a therapist. And then you can come to see me. So transition? Right? What do you mean by transition? Like, okay. So I, like I said, so I work with a lot of people who are in the middle of like picking up a healthier lifestyle. So I work with um, some people who have overcome addiction already or like they're a couple years into their sobriety or like a couple years into like their recovery of any kind okay. um I typically like to work with people that are a little bit further on in their journey just because I know that I can help them more yeah and usually people who have you know experienced what it's like to be very unhealthy and now they want to be healthy that's like that's my type of thing mm -hmm. um or people who are you know like learning to put themselves first or people who really want to live for themselves like those are the clients that I want yeah. Right, the clients that are like, like I've been through all this shit, and it's my time for me to live for myself. Like, yeah. those are the ones that I want. Yeah, more than anything, I wouldn't say that I have a specific body type that I want to work with or anything like that. I feel like if somebody is just really ready to put themselves first and like really decide to live for themselves, that's the type of client that I want more than anything. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And what are the what are the ways in which you you support your clients? I do a lot of phone calls with them. Um, they're able to reach out to me whenever they need. Um, I will always, always, always respond within twenty four hours to my clients. Um, but but yeah, the ways that I'm able to support them, I mean, like obviously we do our weekly check ins, and they're able to message me whenever. But typically, I'm usually the one to be like, hey, 
book a call with me. Like, <laughs> like they're usually supposed to be like, this is going on and this and this and this. And I'm like, call me. Like, I want to talk. <laughs> I would rather, you know, have that like one-on-one -on -one interaction with a client. Um, and so I find I'm able to support them a little bit better that way. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, I just want to hear them. I just want to understand like, hey, what's going on? How can we make this better? Yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of clients really, really fear check-ins and they really fear working with a coach because the coach is usually like, oh, you're not working hard enough or you're not disciplined or you're not this and that. I'm like, I don't fucking care about any of that. Yeah. Like, help me understand what's going on. Like, are you going through some shit? Like, let's let's make this work. Yeah. With life. Like, if, if I'm seeing like a dramatic shift in a client, like I'm never like, like you're fucking failing. Like, I'm like, what is going on in your life? Yeah. Let me understand and I'll adjust this plan. Yeah. So that we can keep you going forward. And if we can't keep you going forward, we at least make sure that you're not going backwards. Mm -hmm. So you do like meal preps and um, workouts? Yeah. To, I do like, yeah, like a lot of nutrition. Um, I like to do macros. Um, I understand that some people are not able to do macros while maintaining a healthier relationship with food. So I'm working on taking some more intuitive eating courses and stuff like that right now. Oh. That's cool. Yeah, I want to be able to blend that because I think like for people to get the best visual results, yeah. macros is going to be the way that you're going to do it. Like, right, like like macros or a meal plan or like like something very consistent, that's going to yeah. be the way that you're going to get that like crazy transformation. Yeah. But for people who just want to be healthy and who like want to be able to just maintain their a good relationship with exercise, a good relationship with food, I do want to pick up intuitive eating for them so that I can do both, right? Like I want to be able to get the clients that are like, I want this transformation and I want to see these changes or I want the client that's like, I just want to be healthy and happy. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to be able to do both, but I'm not rounded enough on intuitive, intuitive eating yet. Okay. So I'm working on it. That's really cool though. That's really yeah. cool. I love that. I love that. So if, so if somebody wants to work with you, would they just contact you or like, how does that work? Yeah. So sorry, I cut you off there. Um, they can message me on Instagram. They can message me on Facebook. I do have my, like my, I, I would prefer Instagram usually. Um, but I do have like my, my email attached onto my page as well, but usually Instagram is the best way to get a hold of me. It's pretty much the only social media that I'm active on. I mean, I make the occasional controversial TikTok, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to like get my, like my little, like little jab or <laughs> um but yeah no i mean otherwise instagram is usually the best way to get a hold of me and then we can set up a call i have the link in my bio okay. so that if anybody like if they're even like i don't even need to talk to her she can just go on my link in my bio and you can book a call right there okay perfect it, it, do you mm -hmm. have any last words that you want to share or anything that you any stories or any wisdom drops you have <laughs> <laughs> quite a few wisdom drops um, you, you gave a lot trust me like you gave a lot <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, I mean, I don't know, like I said, I guess the main thing that I really want to, I just, I just want people to know that I'm relatable and that I can also help them more than anything, I guess. I mean, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. But, <laughs> but I can say that usually the thing that you don't want to do, or usually the thing that you're resisting is usually the thing that you should do. Listen, <laughs> you just see this is what I mean. Wisdom drops, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is that's, so true. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the main thing that I would say, mm -hmm. and I, I like I deal with this with a lot of my clients, and a lot of them are I'm dealing with it right now. It's like especially because I'm working with people on improving their relationship with food at the same time. It's like you know you don't want to have that croissant. You should probably have that croissant. <laughs> like, 
that food you should probably have <laughs> yeah. right like like things like that and just to bring you closer to balance yeah so yeah yeah i think oh, health so true yeah i think health is there's there's multiple facets of health and i think a lot of the times like being healthy yeah it does mean eating vegetables and eating salads and like you know making sure that you're getting your protein and all of that but like it also means eating that slice of cake sometimes too yeah but that's really healthy to do yeah so so yeah um i guess that's like the main thing the thing that you don't want to do is usually the thing that you should do I love that. Yeah. Again, everything you say, I'm like, ah, this applies to so many different things. Like, it's yeah. so true. And even if we talk about, you know, just like mental health or dealing with like trauma or dealing with even like a, from like a spiritual standpoint, right? Some of the things or, you know, that's, that's what you, you're, what you're avoiding is literally yeah. the thing that's going to break everything open. So Absolutely. again, like shift happens, like these shifts are happening to nudge you and to get you closer to these opportunities and get you closer to these things that you're trying to avoid. And it's like, you're trying to avoid it, but eventually you're going to get to the point where you can't. So why not just like willingly do it? Third <laughs> percent. And that's like the, the biggest lesson is that like when I willingly do something that I don't want to do and I just, sometimes you just have to surrender to it. And when you surrender to it, it's a lot easier, like stop fighting because it's going to happen regardless. So like you can exhaust yourself and get there regardless or you can just be like fuck it i'm gonna do it fine <laughs> yes and by doing that you 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 claim that power back too right you you take it upon yourself where you're like you know what no i'm gonna claim this i'm gonna do it and then like i don't know it's a different energy right you bring in a different energy to it absolutely <laughs> a lot of the times it's usually like well this fucking sucks but i'm gonna keep doing it anyways like i have to do it anyways it's like you know that there's good coming out of it regardless. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Gabby, this was amazing. Thank you. Such a beautiful story. And thank you so much for even being open to sharing that. I know, um, you know, it's it's not always easy to share things about like our past or our lives that are not so pretty. And I'm using my quotation mm -hmm. marks right now because, you know, in the social media world, everything needs to be curated and everything needs to be perfect and pretty. But... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I know <laughs> so thank you so much for being so open and for sharing such deep personal things and absolutely oh, I just I have no words like thank you for just yeah thank you for just being yourself of course thank you for having me I'm I'm really I was really excited to come and I was nervous but it's like it's like I said it's something that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time so I'm a pretty open book mm -hmm. um so yeah it was it was nice to get on here and I hope that it at least helps somebody or that, I don't know, it gives some insights to some people because that's literally what I try to do with my job is just help people see things differently. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy that, that you invited me and I'm happy that you even thought that I was worth, like, that I, that my story was like worthy of coming on here. So, I mean, hello, <laughs> like <laughs> this whole, like my mind is blown this whole conversation. So clearly there was a reason why I felt called to reach out to you because like, come on. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate it a lot. This is this was amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I'm just you. gonna. Oh yeah, we're good. We're good for time. So I'm just gonna let you go and see if anybody has any questions. I don't think so. I think we just had a few comments. Got okay. some of your people commenting. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm just scrolling really quick. Hello. <laughs> Aww. You're so cute. <laughs> so cute. Also, no, I do work with men. You do? Oh yeah, I think somebody commented saying that they, he can't work with you because they're they're a guy. Yeah. 
not a girl. No, I work with men too. So, so yeah. I'm looking at the rest of my nails. And... Yeah. Aww. They're so cute. Transformation. I mean, it takes one step at a time. Being able to yeah. reach out to somebody. One step mm -hmm. at a time. Ah, okay, Absolutely. Gabby, I'm going to let you go. But thank you so much. Um, I'll give you all the information for this when I upload it to the podcast. But mm -hmm. now I'm just going to go on IGTV. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't have anything to say. This was amazing. And I hope that whoever's listening to this, whenever the time is they're listening to this that it, it comes to them at, at the right time and they're able yeah. to they're able to reflect on all this wisdom and they're able to um just reflect on everything that you said and take the lessons within this talk and use it in within their own lives yeah me too thank you for having me what? it was a lot of fun it was great and see you're good i told you there's no reason to <laughs> <I was so> <laughs> <scared>. <laughs> all right honey i'm gonna let you go right Okay, thank you. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Bye. <laughs>